New sponsor on the program, K&N Automotive, knfilters.com. K&N Automotive and motorcycle replacement air filters are designed to increase your horsepower and acceleration and provide outstanding engine protection. Uh, they are simple to install. It's a little air filter backed by the K&N Million Mile Limited Warranty and will be the last air filter your vehicle will ever need. Go to knfilters.com backslash podcast and get a great deal on the K&N replacement air filter with free shipping. And as a bonus, you'll also get a, a free K&N hat. Uh, it's a lifetime reusable air filter. They have a million mile limited warranty. It lasts up to 50,000 miles between servicing. Uh, the original performance filter of NASCAR, millions sold since they started in 1969. You're talking about a quality product. Go to knfilters.com. All right, everybody, it's time to kick this pig. Leave him squealing from the feeling. Squeaking from the freaking. Boinking from the boinking. Real, raw, radio. This is The Cream Show. All right, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're listening on uh, iTunes, uh, give me a, a good rating on iTunes. I, I noticed that we haven't had uh, any action on that front recently, um, but the numbers are through the roof on iTunes. Um, and you know, we're starting to average five, six, seven thousand um listens per show, and uh, you know what? That's more than uh, I thought was uh, gonna happen. <laughs> really, I no, I think it's great. I mean, uh, god, I mean, if I had 10,000 uh, per show down, oh my god, I would be ecstatic. Is it aesthetic or ecstatic? So, let me tell you my, my latest uh, thing at home, I'm sure. Some of you can relate to this. Uh, okay, so my wife and I had all uh, oh, we've always had cats, right? We've always we always have like two cats, and uh, we have two now. One is kind of an outdoor cat uh, named Bobo, and the other one is Minnie. And Minnie is a tiny little kitty cat. She's so sweet. And um, two years ago, we had just moved to Toledo and bought this house and have a yard. And I, I was like, man, I, I told my wife before we moved here, I was like, I want to, I, I can picture coming home and pulling up in the driveway and seeing you and the dog and Cash playing out, you know, our son playing out in the yard. And I just, I really wanted to, I've been wanting a dog for a long time. So one night, uh, my wife calls me. She goes, hey, we're at the shelter. Uh, I'm going to send you a picture of uh, this little dog, and you tell me what you think. And she sends me this picture of, um, of our dog, and he is uh, he's part lab, part coon. And he's just, he was adorable. He was this little puppy, and um, he had this little ham belly, and it was just so great. So we got him, and he had so so goddamn much energy this dog and we named him louie well i thought louie was going to kick our ass and there were some uh, fans of the show and 
fans online that were like, you are not, you guys, this dog is going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. And I got to tell you, he is, uh, he is just a member of the family now. You know, I, he, he's, he has a lot of energy, but there is, uh, there's nothing, you know, bad, uh, about Louie. I mean, uh, he's not aggressive. He's just a little, uh, sweetheart. We love him. So it's been two years almost, and my wife's told me a couple of times she wanted to get him a friend. I'm like, God, I, I just, you know, I don't know. So uh, the other night, our neighbor, uh, their daughter calls my wife, and she says, hey, um, my aunt works for a shelter, and they've rescued this dog. He was, or she was in uh, a home with a hoarder, and... I know you guys have been looking. She said, uh, you know, we could bring it over and you guys could see how, you know, things go. And, um, you know, so they bring over this lab, black lab, and she's probably about five years old and she's got fleas all over the place. Um, she had been in some hoarder's house by herself for three days. And um, so... You'd never know what you're going to get, like, with, with a dog. But I hung out with a dog, and she is sweet as she can be, um, but she hates our dog. Okay? Now, I, I want to like the dog. I do. And I hung out, like I said, I hung out with her, and she comes over, and she'll lay down on the couch, and she'll roll over, and she wants you to, you know, rub on her and, and pet her. And she wants to be with you. Here are the neg. Okay, she's cute. She's sweet. Here are the negatives. All right. She uh, barks and she doesn't try to bite him, but she barks at our dog. And uh, like it, you know, he'll try to sniff her, and then she'll she'll jump toward him and bark again. She's not trying to bite him, but she drum she she'll jump to him, and uh, and, and bark. And that's happened a million times. And I'm trying, and I, so like, I'm really cognizant of it. My wife is real cognizant of it. My son is real, he's right in there, you know, like, so if she does it, I correct her every time. But she doesn't seem to be getting that. All right. So uh, this morning, I woke up and, uh, and, uh, and I walk to the edge of the living room, which we have a, a, a partition there. I walk there and I look in the living room and she looks up and she's laying there and she starts growling at me. And I was like, okay, well, she's just, she's still getting to know me. That's no big deal. Uh, I can hang with that because, you know, then I, I start opening up the gate and her, her tail starts wagging and she comes over. Okay. Again, I'm trying to really, I'm really trying to like the dog. So I stand there and I'm like, hey, sweetie, what's going on? I, and I pet her, you know, and she walks about four or five feet in front of me, looks at me, turns around, squats and pisses on the living room floor. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I'm just about to take you out. You just got up. Why are you doing this? All right. So I take her out. She uses the bathroom, and uh, then I, and then now she's trying to get out the door when I'm trying to take the other dog out. 
So then uh, my wife was downstairs today, and um, this dog, Shelby, which we've named her, uh, comes down into the basement and uh, urinates, and it's blood. And so Christy calls me, and she goes, you know, I um, I just I'm trying to figure out what what we should do because we don't know if this dog is going to be right for us. Now we have her, <clears throat> and we were told that you know we can give her back to to the aunt of our friend who works at a shelter, and it'll be fine, and that's a good thing. Uh, but I I don't want to give up. So my wife tell so I'm thinking about all this and I'm like I I just you know what I don't think it's like it's like if you buy a used car and I hate to give the analogy but if you buy a used car you know and you don't know a lot about mechanics um that that can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing right like I mean you could buy like you could buy a, a, a decent used car for maybe two thousand dollars and you'll get some good life out of that car you know you'll drive it and you'll have fun with it uh and you may never have to deal with the fuck up then again uh, a week down the road something major could happen the transmission could go out the engine block could blow something could happen and so i'm thinking wow if we take this dog to the doctor to the veterinarian and they tell us well you know it's going to be like two thousand dollars I, I, cause who knows what, we don't have any papers on the dog. It was a rescue. We don't have any papers on the dog. We don't know the dog's name. We don't know, uh, the medical history. We don't know about the shots. We don't know anything. And so I told Christy today, I go, look, it's probably going to be better for us to go ahead and give the dog back to her and let her take him or her, uh, to the shelter and get the veterinarian, uh, get all the medicine, the medical stuff that she needs, and then they can find her a, a good home after all of that. Because this dog has gone through, uh, you know, some 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 bad, traumatizing things. So it's probably not a good idea for us to two days in take a dog that we don't even really know to the veterinarian and blow thousands of dollars, which is probably what it would be. Uh, to get all the shots updated, to get whatever, you know, we, there could be kidney problems. It may be more than dehydration. I don't know. And we should do it soon, you know, before the dog really latches on to us or we latch on to the dog. It probably would be a better uh, environment for, for this particular dog. Uh, and I hate it. And I, I, again, I would love to have another dog um, that could hang out with ours. One that would play with ours. Uh, I, I kind of want more of a younger dog. Uh, I want a smaller dog with a lot of energy uh, who can keep up with our dog. Uh, but but now that that I'm like vocalizing it and I'm talking about it, I kind of feel guilty because like it's like uh, you know it's I, you know it you can't adopt a kid and go well that kid's not for us and then you give her back right i mean we haven't adopted the dog we haven't done any of that stuff but now i feel guilty because now i'm imagining her face looking at me in the morning and i'm like oh god damn it does that is that, is that bad i don't know 
again. And, and and two, it's not just because of us. It's because of the dog, right? Like, I mean, I want the dog to uh, to have a good rest of her life. And I, I if and if she's with us, I just don't think she's. We're not going to be happy. She's probably not going to be happy. She's not going to be healthy. Uh, if we give her back to the shelter, the shelter can, you know, give her – our shelter, the one that's over by us uh, here in Ohio, is phenomenal. Um, like, if you have uh, pets and, um, you know, they're, they're going through something bad and you're broke, most of the time you can take the pet to them and they will uh, they will help you out. And I, I guess I could, you know, try that route, but I think we're, we're probably talking some major – some major health stuff going on. Am I an asshole? Are we an asshole family for, for doing it, doing it that way? I don't know. I'll keep you updated. You know, when, uh, when you're driving, men especially, and you cut someone off and the person gets up on your ass, right? or they start honking, or they fly by you and flip you off. Uh, when when that happens and you caused someone uh, to get pissed off, uh, do you do the, um, the thing where you just go, oh, sorry, and you just kind of like, you know, throw up your hand like, hey, sorry? Uh, I do. Because I know when I fuck up uh, when I'm driving, right? And, and it all happens. You know, sometimes... Uh, you don't see somebody or, you know, just something, you know, you're not paying attention. I, I, I you know, and I, I don't, um, you know, I don't begrudge somebody who gets pissed off in traffic. I get, I get pissed off in traffic. Uh, I have been known to throw up the finger. Uh, I've been known to honk the horn. I've been known to, you know, cuss at people, uh, you know, but I don't, I don't like let them hear me cussing. Right. In other words, uh, I try to, even though I'm pissed, you know, to the to the max. I don't let it get the best of me. I've never chased anybody down. I've never fucking, you know, uh, threatened to fight somebody or anything like that. So when I see people online that are so angry that you know they're getting out of their car and, and walking up to people, I'm like, wow. I mean, you've really got to be uh, above and beyond pissed. And I think that's really stupid because nowadays um, people people are so high strung that you don't know what somebody will possibly do. This video that I found yesterday uh, is no, I found it today actually. As a guy on a motorcycle, all right, and he is in traffic. And there is a guy who's right on his ass. So he's pissed off. They go into another neighborhood. And he's, you know, at the guy's window. This dude pulls out a gun and is waving the gun around with the window down. And you would think this guy would go back to his car and say, you know what? Uh, You got me. I'm going to tell you, uh, before I play this, I'm going to tell you something. If I get pissed off at somebody in traffic and uh, and it comes to me walking up to their car and I walk up to it and they pull uh, like this, this, I mean, look at that gun. Uh, it's intimidating. Look, if, if that happens, I'd be like, all right, pal, you got me. You win. 
Uh, you have a nice night. If there's anything I can do for you, I'll give you my phone number. Take care. Okay, goodbye. Okay, now. Okay, take care. Okay, now. Bye-bye. But no, this dude pushes him. Listen, uh, just listen to this. This is insanity. Fucking piece of shit. It's traffic, one. you fucktard. It's called traffic, you fucktard. And you're pointing a fucking yeah, gun at me. Fucking gun it's at called you. traffic, you fucking idiot. Don't traffic. Run up my ass Fuck again. you. It's called traffic. You're badass with a pistol. You're damn fucking right. The skinny little traffic. boy is a fucking traffic. badass with his 45 traffic. loaded. Traffic. Ready to blow your fucking head off. Tra- for traffic. It's traffic. Damn, running bumper. Up my ass. There's a cop right there. Bumper to bumper. Good. Bumper Good. to bumper traffic. Bumper to bumper traffic, and you're mad. Yeah, bumper to bumper man. traffic. You got to run up my ass. You like I, I would knock you. Ever fucking come up here, fuck my you. Fucking I would knock you the fuck out if you, it. Such it. if you weren't such a pussy. If you weren't such a pussy, you're a pussy though. You're a pussy with a gun. You're a pussy with your gun. You're a pussy with a gun. You're a fucking pussy. You're a fucking pussy. You see your gun? You're okay. This guy in the car has a forty-five pointed right at this dude. And is saying, I will blow your head off. <sighs> Dude, have you ever had a loaded gun pointed at you? Have you ever had a 45 pointed at your head? I mean, and th- this guy just, it, it it's amazing to me that he is just getting angrier. I mean, it's crazy. You're a pussy with your gun. You're a pussy with your gun. And then goes back to get his license plate number. You're a pussy with a gun. You're a fucking pussy. You're a fucking pussy. You see your gun? You're a fucking pussy. Put that gun down. Put that gun down. Put, you. Look at this. Put, look at this pussy. Fuck you. This will be on yes, YouTube. Put pussy. the gun down. Tell me your name. A pussy with a Tell me your name. Oh, yeah, that's fucking yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I know. I'll knock your bitch ass out. I'll knock your bitch ass out. Get out the fucking car. Uh, fucking bitch. Uh, Get out the car, motherfucker. Look at this guy. Look at this guy with a gun. Look at him. Yeah, what the fuck you gonna do now? What you gonna do? That's what I thought. Get, that's what I thought. Run, run, run. What are you going to do? Wow. I mean, the guy pulls out a 45. This guy calls him on it, and the dude winds up driving off. The guy with the gun was the one who got scared. Fuck that noise. Man, you cannot do that. I mean, you that is a gamble. That, you know, it, it really is shocking that it, that it turned out as good as it did. The gun didn't go off. The guy didn't shoot himself or shoot this dude. All because of what? You got pissed off in traffic? Guys, you got to grow up, man. That's scary shit. You can see that at uh, creamershow.net. K-R-A-M-E-R, creamershow.net. Hey, do you like football? I know you do. Uh, I know my audience loves football. Uh, how do you like, what about sports betting? Gridiron Gamble is a podcast with four friends trying to turn a $1,500 entry into a million dollars in the Las Vegas Super Contest. You can get the podcast uh, by searching for Gridiron Gamble on iTunes, it's on Stitcher, it's on TuneIn, or find the show on gridirongamble.com and at Gridiron Gamble on Twitter. Plus, the collective 
as they call themselves, are running a season-long contest where you could win an NFL jersey, a watch, all kinds of stuff. Check out gridirongamble.com today and find the show by searching Gridiron Gamble on your favorite podcast player. When people say stupid shit, stupid shit, we're there every step of the way. Wouldn't it be great if somebody running for office said something we could have an immediate reaction as to whether it was true or not? Well, we've trained this dog, and the dog, if it's not true, he's going to bark. I'm trying to figure out how we could do that with the Republicans. You know, we need, we need to get that dog and follow, follow them around, and every time they say these things, like, oh, you know, the Great Recession was caused by too much regulation. You know? Sucking the brain cells right out of your head. This is The Kramer Show on KramerShow.net. Oh, 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 you know?